Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on power electronics technologies and products featured on powerelectronicsnews.com and through other Aspencore media publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial and consumer. Here is your host, Editor-in-Chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and EEWeb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio. Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of uh, Power Up. Today we will talk about uh, wireless power networks, RF-based wireless power networks. The market is evolving. Energius is trying to revolutionize the wave of devices powered by its RF-based wireless power networks. Unlike conventional methods, according to Energius, it is providing both at contact and over-the-air charging capabilities, addressing several challenges. In this podcast with Cesar Johnston, CEO of Energius, we will explore the sector of the wireless power network industry and related partnerships. Moreover, in an era where environmental considerations are paramount, how does Energius ensure its technology is green? Let's talk with Cesar. Hi Cesar, thanks a lot for uh, joining us uh, at Power Up. How are you? Good, Maurizio. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. So, uh, we will talk about uh, wireless power networks, uh, in particular Energius uh, technology. So let's start with uh, a brief uh, overview. So uh, can you give us uh, a brief overview of Energius and uh, its mission in the wireless power network industry? Oh, definitely. And thank you for asking. Energius is a system semiconductor company. We're very focused on the transmission of wireless energy. So if I have to really simplify what we do as a company is we energize rooms. And we energize rooms in a very similar manner as we did multiple years ago when we all worked in communications where we fill the rooms with data. So what we really do is we fill the rooms with energy so that people can now remove batteries and cables and be able to energize uh, receivers. Uh, uh, and, and specifically, we're very, very focused right now on IoT devices, sensors, RF tags, and electronic shelf labels. So talking about uh, uh, technology also in comparison with others, how does Ener- Energius RF, RF-based wireless power transfer technology differ from uh, traditional coil-based induction and resonant charging solutions? So, so resonant solutions, traditional solutions in general, uh, they're very focused on, on near-field uh, applications. They're very focused mm-hmm. on today in consumer applications. And the main difference, the most fundamental difference is that in order to fill up a room with energy, you want to have distance. So we effectively send power at a distance. And through our focus and through our efforts in developing the technology and the regulatory uh, rules that we have to follow, we've been able to now effectively start the, the company by focusing on IoT devices, which are not, in this particular case, consumer devices. They're mostly industrial, retail, or, or, or medical devices. So that's the main difference. So talking about uh, 
partnerships. So, uh, Energius has uh, partnered with, uh, in particular, two companies, Simplay and another one. So, uh, we did the first one about industrial IoT market, so to, to demonstrate uh, a battery-free temperature and humidity IoT sensor solution. Uh, so talking about uh, the partnership with uh, Implay, what specific markets within the industrial IoT ecosystem do you see as the most uh, promising for this innovation? Uh, so, so definitely. So as part of our strategy on IoT, uh, we also have a strategy on how to basically let our technology be known out there. And we have three types of partnerships. We have distributors, we have system integrators, and we have technology partners. In this particular case, uh, Implay falls within our technology partners. Implay is a company that develops extreme low power BLE devices, uh, only transmit devices that allow you to effectively uh, send, send beacons out, out to let you know what's, at, what's down there. And what we're looking at with them is effectively using their BLE device to implement and integrate that on, on some of our sensor markets. Uh, some of the sensor markets today that we'll be showing at the WIT uh, conference next week include uh, sensors for humidity and temperature. And we're also looking at, at other potential sensors that include air quality and maybe maybe lighting also. So effectively having a, a number of small sensors that allow you to get into markets that include healthcare, industrial, and even vertical marking. And in the case of industrial, being able to be in a factory, be able to know what's going on uh, as uh, devices move from one place to another uh, gives you that flexibility that uh, we can do with Imply. So another collaboration, partnership, uh, uh, Energius and uh, VIA Incorporation. So have uh, so you have joined forces to to combine uh, wireless power and edge computing uh, for for real time asset tracking in uh, iot uh, sectors so tell me more about this uh, uh, collaboration this partnership what motivated both companies to collaborate in this uh, project definitely via uh, is a company in this coast of the us uh, they're very focused on developing devices that not only have multi-connectivity capabilities that include, of course, Wi-Fi, 5G, among others. But what they've done, uh, uh, different from everyone else, is that they have realized the fact that uh, there's a compute necessity at the access points, and they have this compute engine that allows us now to do the processing on, on the devices. So from a business perspective, they fall into two categories. Number one, the, the communication category, where in certain applications in certain retail or industrial applications as we go and do our POCs or our proofs of validation, uh, it is not straightforward to actually have some of the IT teams get involved with the preliminary assessments of the installations that we have. And one way to actually bypass a Wi-Fi network is, a, is 5G. So in, in applications of that type or applications like retail, where the, the retail might not want the provider of the products to access their IT system, Wi-Fi network, we are using BIA to bypass uh, pretty much the, 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 the Wi-Fi infrastructure. Another interesting application where we have seen BIA that we're considering right now is that we are seeing a lot of penetration of our technology 
into potential transportation applications where our transmitters go inside the trucks, let's say, the, the distribution trucks, and as they go and they gather the information internal to what's inside the truck, whether it's temperature or humidity or location, uh, it is possible for those trucks to now have 5G capabilities. So, so from a communication point of view, VIA allows us to have that extra 5G or Wi-Fi uh, infrastructure that uh, it, it's really dynamically uh, installed. The second capability that now becomes even more important besides the connectivity, as you pointed out, is that the application of artificial uh, intelligence. So artificial intelligence is moving down into the edge and is moving down into the end, end devices, in this case, the sensors or, or the, the labels. And we have two partnerships, an old partnership with, with Sintient that allows us to have extreme low power AI devices at the end, at, at the receive side. But now we complement that with the capabilities of doing AI right at the edge of the network. So as an example, uh, instead of going and, uh, through the network into the cloud and having that extra latency that will actually delay your data and might not be fast enough to react, what we can do is we can move the cloud processing now right into the VIA system. And that allows you to now effectively run your cloud inside your premises, which, by the way, is important for multiple types of applications where security is uh, a need, right? And by doing that, you effectively lower the latency and you can have all your processing inside your premises. So it allows you to have extra security. So those are the two reasons specifically why VIA becomes important to the applications that we have. So let's talk about uh, environmental um, topic, environmental impact. So um, wireless technologies are often uh, considered for their uh, scrutinized, I mean, for their environmental impact. So what steps uh, Energius are doing, are taking to ensure its solutions are environmentally friendly? So I think there are two, two ways to answer the question. One is from a transmitter receiver point of view, whether our technology is safe or, or for health purposes for humans. And that is very clear. Uh, we developed the technologies to allow us to put in uh, power at a distance. And, and we proved that through the, the multiple certifications that we've been able to achieve all throughout the world, including the US, UK, EU, China, Japan, Korea, and so on. So, so our technology is very safe, and we are the, the company that pioneer and push distance transmission and energy at a distance. And, and we are showing through our multiple POCs at this point in time, 20, that this is a valuable and, and, and needed technology. So that's one perspective. Second perspective from health is the fact that uh, as you go and start build, uh, using multiple batteries and using more copper, uh, we, we are basically removing disposable batteries. So the amount of batteries that are going to go to the end goal and have to be processing is going to diminish that uh, need around the world. And we're pretty much going to focus on rechargeable batteries. So re two things, right? Again, regulatory, health, human health being uh, uh, within the limits of what's possible. And number two, removing that extra amount of batteries around the world that can be billions of batteries just basically contaminating our environment. So those two things we offer as a company. So my my last one, uh, last question for, for you, we have talked about uh, technology 
uh, a question about uh, business. So um, you have uh, a, a great experience in uh, in this in this market for business uh, for professional young people looking to um, transition to RF based wireless power networks or starting uh, uh, in this in this market. What advice would you offer? Well, definitely. What I can tell you is. 25 years ago, when I was working on Wi-Fi, lots of people did not believe that Wi-Fi would get to where we are today. Uh, I can tell you today that this is just the beginning of a wireless power systems at a distance using RF signals. Uh, we are mainly focused on IoT for now. We, we can push our technology uh, through certification today up to 15 watts for one watt, and we have a long roadmap. But as we move forward, there's going to be a tremendous amount of need of engineers that understand how to improve the efficiencies of the devices further. So a lot of semiconductor knowledge, how to build the right size of the antennas on the transmit and receive uh, in, in such a way that basically coverage and gain is uh, uh, the most effective one. And, and, and today there's plenty of research there. And I think what really is going to be interesting is that as we move forward, in the levels of power, and we get even more distance, uh, we're going to have to find ways through digital signal processing, in my opinion, to, to be able to, to control the, the SAR levels and to basically spread the, the energy in such a way that large amounts of data can be safely uh, sent so that much larger con uh, consumer applications could actually be supported. So there's plenty plenty of work for the next 20, 25 years. And 20 years from now, when we're talking about this, it'll be obvious that uh, Wi-Fi communication systems and, and energy systems will really come together into a single device like our power bridge. And it might even be more and more uh, integrated in such a way that the, the, the same devices might actually do both. So there's plenty of engineering work to be done here. Great. Thank you, Cesar. Thanks a lot for joining uh, Empower Up. Thank you, Mauricio. It's been a pleasure. That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned with more news and technical aspects about power electronics. If you are listening to this on the podcast page at eetimes.com or powerelectronicsnews.com, links to articles on topics we have discussed are shown on this page. Power Up is brought to you by Aspen Core Media. The host is Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio and the producer is James Ede.